Welcome to the Confident Dollar Podcast, where we are seeking to bring confidence and organization to your financial life. Okay, so today we are talking about um, high school age kids. So we've been working through how to teach your kids about money. Um, if you've listened to the last couple episodes, we've talked about younger kids, we've talked about middle schoolers, and now we're talking about high schoolers. Again, just reiterating that this is something that needs to be taught. This is not something that's just going to be caught on by them watching you, and they're not getting it. They're not getting taught this in school at all. So, in order to raise healthy um, kids with good, healthy money habits for their future, you're going to need to talk to them yourself. Um, and I'll forever find it fascinating that finances is, uh, talking about money with your kids is one of the most dreaded topics. It's actually, um, apparently people are more comfortable talking about money than they are talking about, um, sex and other topics. So, um, hopefully this helps you a little bit, just gives you some tips on some things, some things you can be doing. So with high school, we're ramping this up. So we've done tips on the younger kids there, you know, slowly have been working through concepts that are teaching about budgeting, about, um, saving, investing, all the important things, just building in those healthy habits. This is going to teach kids, um, kind of take it to that next level. And our goal is to launch healthy, uh, money healthy adults um, when they're leaving to go off to college that they understand and have a good grasp of money and what they things they should be doing. So um, with your younger kids, you've been teaching them about earning. I think teaching kids about working is a really important aspect of this, um, teaching kids how to make money, that they have to work to make money. Um, and there's obviously all sorts of different ways they can be working, but they are going to have to work in some capacity in order to make money. Um, so they've been earning... You know, if you kind of follow these tips with these younger kids, they've, they've been earning, you know, by babysitting or, or doing odd jobs, um, here and there for people. Um, but I think by the time your kid's in high school, at some point in high school, your kid needs to get their first real job on a payroll. Um, and I say this because I've talked to enough entrepreneurs who hire kids out of college who've never had a job on payroll, um, or maybe they're in college still and you know, they talk about their, here's how much you're going to be making. Um, you know, here's how many hours you're going to be working. So they have their idea of how much their paycheck should be. Right. And then they get their first paycheck and, um, they call up their boss and they say, something's wrong. You didn't, I'm not getting paid what you said I was going to get paid. And, um, you know, the boss has to be like, no, those, that's taxes. You did get paid, but you, you have taxes in there. Um, here's how taxes work. So in order to save your child from the shock of income taxes, um, when they are older, um, I think it's really important to give them that first job, have them have that first job on a payroll in high school, um, so that they can understand income taxes. Um, this will just help. You can then explain, you know, even if they're not, they're obviously young and they're not making very much money. So their income tax is not going to be very high, but you know, um, social security and disability and just all the other things that are taken out of a paycheck, um, for tax purposes. So 
I think that's a really important step in like those milestone steps in becoming, you know, kind of a mature, um, adult when it comes to money is having this experience. Um, and I think high school is a great time to, uh, make sure that they have that because to get their first real job, get on a payroll. It also teaches so many other things. They have to be on time and they have to clock in and clock out and they have to just do, you know, they have to do the job they're hired to do. And if they don't do a good job, they might get fired. It just helps, um, just teach them some good, really, you know, some good habits for their future. Um, Tip number two, uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit with the middle schoolers is getting their own bank account, but this is for sure by the time they're in high school, they need their own bank, own bank account. You need to help them learn how to manage their own money within their bank account um, and not everything running through you or just having cash or something like that. So they need to get their own bank account and you need to start teaching about credit cards. And I think actually this is a really good time that you can start doing some um, you know, there's ways to be like custodian on a credit card. You put your kid's name on it too, and you start building credit for them. Um, but this is a really good time to start teaching them how to use a credit card. You know, they've hopefully you've, you've had them use a debit card. So they're used to paying for that immediately, basically using that debit card. And now you're just transitioning to that credit card so that they don't think I've had someone tell me that they, you know, they went to college and they got a credit card and it had a $6,000 limit. And they thought that meant that's how much they were allowed to spend before they owed anything. It was like almost like a gift card. Um, again, don't let that be your kid. That's not how it works. Um, you have to pay back what you put on a credit card. So start this in high school, get your kid a credit card. You're overseeing the credit card. They're putting things on a credit card that are part of their normal spending habits. They should have already kind of built this in if they've been using a debit card. So they're not going to suddenly just go crazy and go shopping. And all of a sudden you're like, how do we pay for this? You're monitoring this with them. And then they're paying that credit card off in full every single time. Um, at when, when the payments do. So this is probably an upper high school situation. And again, your name is also on the credit card and you're working with it through, through them on this. I say this also because college age students are one of the most, um, credit card companies, uh, are, send credit cards specifically to them because they know, they know that college age kids do not understand credit cards and they know they're going to rack up debt and they know they're going to make money on them. So again, don't let that be your kid, help your kid to know how to manage a credit card. And then fantastic that they can start building credit at this age for what they want to do in the future for buying a home, for buying a car, all those things. So that's tip number two. Um, tip number three is again, we're, they're getting older. They have more responsibility. So more, uh, more responsibility, more independence when it comes to paying for things, have them pay for more things. Um, if they drive, they're 16 gas for their car, maybe they pitch in for their car insurance, um, their cell phone bill. They obviously spend their money when they go out to the movies with their friends or they go get dinner with their friends or those sort of things too. have them pay for more things. Again, you're always increasing the, the balance that this has been over this period of time is increasing them having to also pay for needs and not just wants. So you're not just being like, okay, you have more money, go spend it however you want. No, you're increasing those needs because they are getting older and they have more responsibility. And when you get older and you have more responsibility, there are more needs that you have to pay for bills you have to pay for to function in this world. And so you're increasing those needs steadily along with their age and their responsibility. Um, so please don't be afraid to increase those needs as they get older. I just think this is probably where I see parents go most wrong is they continually just pay for their kid's stuff. And then they wonder why their kid is 24 and still living with them. Um, and that's fine if that's what you want, but in order to teach kids how to launch in this world, you they need to pay for their own stuff and they need to pay for their own stuff earlier than when you just, they're done with college. Um, so have them pay for more things, teach them that responsibility. 
Um, tip number four, I would say to increase, uh, investing and start a Roth IRA. So they're making more money. Um, and we've talked about how previously when they were making money, you were helping them with that savings jar. They don't necessarily have to have jars now when they're in high school, but that savings amount that they're taking that 10% they're saving from their paychecks, um, and the money that they're making is going into and is going is getting invested. And now that they have earned income, um, you can do a Roth IRA. You can do a custodial Roth before that. That's something you want to do previously. But this now they for sure can do a, a Roth IRA, um, and they can start investing. They can also do an individual account, so it doesn't all have to be retirement. Obviously, it's it's good to start young with, with retirement. It makes it so much easier for them in the long run to save um, a lot of money for their retirement, but it doesn't have to all be retirement. You can do like an individual account and you can do a Roth IRA, but those would be what I would recommend, um, looking into for this age as they start making more money, making sure they're invested, um, every month they're getting investing, um, and, and saving for their future with that savings amount that they're, that portion they're setting aside. Um, and then my last tip would be, and this is like a pretty big one, um, but it's discussing college costs and loans relative to salary from a courier. Um, student loans, student debt isn't necessarily good debt. I know we have been conditioned to think that student loans are, are good. It's good debt. It's good debt. They need student loans. They need to go to college in order to make money. Um, but student loans are not necessarily good debt. Um, in a lot of ways, it starts your kids off so far behind and, um, is such a mountain to have to get over when you graduate college with the amount of debt these kids are graduating with. It's actually shocking. Um, and I've seen it so many times. So you need to be the parent here. Um, you need to be wise enough as for your, in your own understanding of finances to not, um, encourage your kids to take out massive student loans, especially if they're going to be a teacher or, or a career that's not going to make enough money to pay off $200,000 worth of student debt. So you need to lead the way here and be discussing this. So that means discussing um, how much college costs and what college, I mean, there, there's, a, and that's a wide variety. There's very expensive schools and there's much cheaper options and ways to go, whether going to a junior college first or going to the military, give for, get for, um, or go online, or there are so many options now to save money that you need to look into those. Um, and you need to put your ego aside. Cause I do think a lot of this is ego on parents to encourage their kids to go to these four years out of high school when they have absolutely no idea what they want to do with their lives. And that can be just an entire waste of time and money. Um, so you need to think about the cost of college. Um, and then you need to think about loans. So if you don't have any money set aside for your kids for school, um, and they don't have any money set aside for their school and you're planning on taking it all in loans or just trying to pay as you go, but you're going to end up with a lot of loans. How much in loans are you going to end up with? And by you, I mean them, um, both of you, how much are they going to end up with relative to how much they're going to make? I get it that certain jobs are going to require having to take loans for school. Um, I understand that. I get it. But I do, again, think there are ways that you can save money going to school. Um, and so you need to exhaust all those options, but you may end up with some loans. But 
are those loans going to be, are they going to be able to pay them off with the amount of money that they're going to be making in their career afterwards? Um, so again, like I said, you can save money a couple ways. I would recommend talking about saving money with your kids, going to a junior college first for two years and figuring out what they actually want to major in, uh, before that you go start going to a four year and you change your major three times and it takes you five years, six years to graduate from school. Okay. Um, take the full load of units. Um, I, when I was in school, I was actually shocked that people didn't do this. Um, I went to a semester school. I know quarters and semesters are different with how many units you're supposed to be taking. I went to a semester. I think you paid for 12 to 18 units is what just the base pay of school was. Um, you got 12 to 18 units. And so many people in my classes were only taking 12. And I was like, you're paying for 18. So it's two more classes and I get it. Maybe that's hard for a lot of people to do is to take those extra two classes. But um, there's a lot of time. And I would highly recommend taking the full load, take 18, finish faster, you save money. So there are ways you can save money with school and be wiser about the cost of school and not just rack up student debt for the sake of racking up student debt. Um, and uh, the other thing I would, I would think, um, you know, a lot of this is also having them have skin in the game when it comes to paying for college as well. So while they're in high school, they can, if your college is on your, their radar and that's where you're going to, you know, they're going to be going to school is part of that, you know, step tip number four of saving and investing. Um, if they're going to be going to school, maybe they're starting to pitch in for saving for college too. And so they, you know, they can start that ahead of time in high school and give them skin in the game so that they're a little bit more motivated to, you know, finish on time in school and, and not just uh, waste time. Um, and then also while they're in college, um, if you do not play a sport in college, you have plenty of time to have a job. So, um, and there are plenty of part-time jobs that you can have, um, that also will actually help with tuition, but can also, you know, pay you so you can save and, and, and pay for your tuition. So I would encourage them to be saving for college, um, for the portion that they're going to pitch in while they're in high school and then, you know, having that job in college as well. So, um, there's obviously more you can do and these can each be like, you know, one way or the other, a little bit more aggressive or conservative, depending on how hard you want to be on your kid and how much responsibility you want to put on them. But these are kind of like the base tips. I would think things that I think you need to be discussing and covering while kids are in high school before they get to college. Um, especially those credit cards, especially those student loans, those have to have be conversations before they're getting to college rather than waiting till they're in college and then figuring that out on their own. So I would really strongly encourage you to uh, work through some of these with your high schoolers um, to, again, just keep putting in those healthy money habits for them so they are launched as wise adults with their money and they know how to manage it and they've had that practice with your guidance along the way. So, And again, there are plenty of financial advisors out there that would be willing to help you in this as you're um, going through this as well, that you don't have to be on your own if you don't feel confident speaking to your kids about this information, uh, find an advisor that will help you do it. So, um, that's my encouragement to you there. And, um, I think that by helping your kids, um, be better with money, you are putting them at such an advantage, uh, to the world around them because so many people do not have healthy money habits when they're young. Um, and they get themselves into such big, uh, just like just ditches that they have to dig themselves out of. That's really a challenging way to start out your own life. Um, 
you know, life on your own, basically when you're an early adult. So, uh, help your kid not be that person. So hope these are helpful and, um, look forward to talking about more of this in the future and just hope that this all helps you just live with confidence. Lauren Gage is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL financial member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Individual tax and legal matters should be discussed with your tax or legal professional. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into into directly. There is no assurance that the techniques and strategies discussed are suitable for all investors or will yield positive outcomes. The purchase of certain securities may be required to affect some of the strategies. Investing involves risk, including loss of principal.